Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Tell Janelle podcast, and I'm Janelle. I enjoy talking to people, getting their opinions on relationships, business, or current events. I will be inviting several friends to join me each week to discuss various topics. Anyone that knows me knows I love to have fun, I love to love, and I'm always striving to do better. Have I hit a few roadblocks along the way? Of course I have, and they could have been a dream killer, but hey, I'm making it through with a little help from my friends. I hope you enjoy the show and remember, we all make mistakes, but keep in mind, never be a prisoner of your past because it can be a license. Enjoy the show. Now, this is kind of off the cuff. We're doing something totally new for our first uh, episode of the second season. So what I want to do is have a time to talk to me, ask me any questions that she wants. Uh, maybe I might answer, I might not. <laughs> but I do want to let you know that she can ask me anything. And it prompted me to do this kind of off the cuff conversation because we watched Movie Color Girls, my mother and I, and I was like, hey, you seen that movie? She's like, yeah, I saw the movie. And I saw myself in almost every single character. So I wanted to talk about that. Just sisterhood. You know, we don't understand each other a lot of times. And I think we need that authenticity just to be, you know, ourselves and be free without judgment. Um, it's a no judgment zone right here. Right. And we need to make sure that, you know, we support each other. That was really excellent. That's Oscar. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're not doing no edits here. No edits. No edits at all. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, um, your first question. What would you like to ask? Okay. So anything, anything. Anything, y'all. Anything. Well, I actually want to just talk about the movie, to be honest. Since okay. we're talking about sisterhood and four colored girls that we are. Colored yes. Colored girls. Um... So you said you could see your, yourself in like each lady. Each lady. But who really stood out to you? You was like, oh my God, like this is my life. Not just like little bits and pieces, little excerpts. Like which lady was like you? Which lady was like me was Loretta Devine. Really? Yes. Why? I want to be totally, <laughs> I want to be totally transparent. So Loretta Devine, at the end of the movie, she's saying this kind of poem. She's like, somebody to run off with all my stuff. My stuff wasn't good enough. Hey, that's not what she said. But um, in her saying somebody ran off and over stuff, I could identify with that. Because in a relationship that almost broke me, why I almost gave up, but God, is he ran off with my smile, my laugh, my integrity. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He, I mean, my good judgment. Okay. He ran off with everything. Everything, my pride, my joy. I couldn't even laugh. When I say ran off my laugh, I could not even laugh. It was fake. Like, I knew it was funny. I knew, you know, everybody else was laughing. Not that it was funny, but my laugh just wasn't authentic anymore. I felt myself forcing myself to laugh. Okay. I was so beat down and so broken, but God. So I'm not sure, but God. But I'm not sure if any women have been in that situation where you're just struggling and you put all your weight into this relationship and what society wants you to be and you keep trying to make it work, make it work, make that square pig peg fit in that round hole. And this, it, it just doesn't fit. So with me, I, I lost myself. Somebody that ran off with my stuff. And how the man left and he'd come back and he'd leave and he'd come back. I was that woman who wanted to make it work. I, I, you know, they, they they play these mind games. So I'm a yes. little, manipulation, right? Exactly. So they'll say, well, you know what? If you would have cleaned up, I would have been able to stay at home. If you would have been able to cook, 
I would have stayed at home at eight. I didn't have to go out in the streets and eat. So girl, that kind of thing. But guy. Okay. <laughs> yes, but guy. Okay. And it sounds crazy because I didn't grow up that way. I felt like um, I was stronger than that. I thought like, I ain't gonna let, you know, my friends would tell me stuff they go through. And I'm saying, I would never let never. them do that to me. Never. And it's just, never. never say never. Never say never. And unfortunately it was my children's father that kind of made me just, I don't know, I think I was just trying to force it. Now, I don't, I don't doubt religion. I'm Christian. I love God. Um, he is the center of my life. But when you have other sisters, other Christian sisters telling you to pray about it, you know, just trust God, lead on his understanding and read your Bible. I was at a point where I don't even know what that looks like. You want me to pray? I'm, I'm praying, I'm fasting. He's still, you know, we're still getting in fights, arguments. He tear me down and my kids scared. I'm scared. It was a messy life relationship. What does that look like when you don't know where to turn? And we can lean on God, but really until we figure out who we are in the Lord and kind of take that private time to say that I am more than enough, we will never reach that. And now I am more than enough. I am totally more than enough. And I know that in my heart. Before, when I first started this journey, I would tell myself, you, you know, you are more than enough. You are more than a conqueror. And those words sound real good. Oh, sound wonderful. Yes, but I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I could get in front of all my friends and say, girl, I'm over that. That fool, you know, I ain't thinking about him. But go, yeah, go home. Or in the car. In the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all like, Yes, and I'm a crier who, like, as long as you don't say anything to me, mm -hmm. then I can hold the tears back. Right. Right? But as soon as you say something, yeah. here comes a lot of words. Yeah. 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 Or that hug. I don't know what it is about that hug. <laughs> you be like, I'm, not, I'm okay. And as soon as you just, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm there. But God, but God. So I'm really excited just to be in the space that I'm in right now. Um, I, don't, I don't fear anything. I think that I can do anything. I should. I think I can do heart surgery. But hey, you know that's the devil talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't plan on that yes, part yes. today, but we, we appreciate you and your enthusiasm. Yes, thank you so much. But yes, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I really truly think that I can do anything that I put my mind to because God is the author and finisher of everything. And I remember my dad, it was a turning point, I think, in my journey and my self-development and knowing who I am. My dad was preaching a sermon, and if anyone knows me, they know I've always had a problem with like self-image. Like I was too dark or too short or too, you know, too black, too ugly because of the things that everyone else said as growing up. Right. I grew up in a family that where Mike was right. You know, and there was a difference between, you know, colorism in, in the black community. People don't want to talk about it, but we do right. make a difference. I'm not going to go there because, I mean, hopefully we're, you know, we're a little bit past that. Um, you know, you see it on television. That. Yeah. Yes. But um, my dad was, was preaching and he was preaching in the book of Genesis. And um, at the end, God, uh, God created, he says, it's the end. Um, you know, it's good. It's good. It's good. And then he said, it is very good. Like it was everything else, like we are very good. And I can, how can I not appreciate what God gave me? He gave me these full lips, you know, my full cheeks, you know, my, my, my hair, my, my body type. He gave that to me. And how can I honor God by not liking what I see? How can I honor him by not liking what I see? It is one of the most interesting things that I don't know if many women have 
overcome or learned at this point because we have like beautiful girls mm-hmm. who still just but what is beauty though we have to define that now what is beautiful beauty whatever God made yes yes <laughs> <laughs> no seriously because I mean I'm only there now myself too I mean I definitely was always a chubby child yeah. In that. I was always a thick thing. girl. Look, I was chubby. <laughs> I liked to eat, and it just was not the thing. Mm-hmm. And I could have liked little Bob over there, but Bob was like, I mean, you can, but you're chubby, and I can't because my friends are going to laugh. Right. But now I wish somebody would because I'm everything. Yes, that part. That part. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need someone else to validate like who I am because I know who exactly. I am. And it makes me feel like it, I feel like I should be able to run to the rooftop and tell all women, all men, just to appreciate who you are. Well, I agree. I love it. Yeah. So, okay. So, Loretta Divine is my character that I identify with. That's how we got on this tangent. Right. But yes, Loretta Divine, and I could I totally identify with her. How the man would mess up, he'd come back, he'd bring her flowers, or give her a kiss, or a hug, or whatever it is. She's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, it's all right. So, yeah. And you know, people can laugh and, and start watching this, but hey, I was there. Right. And I know if you laugh and you was there too. Right. Yeah. So, um, but just being in those toxic relationships. I, that's all I was about to just yeah. so y'all know. Yeah. That was called toxic. T-O-X-I-C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're the X. They should be your ex because they are toxic. Okay. Yeah. And don't you be toxic either. Yes. Yeah. And this is not a man bashing thing because I have met some wonderful, marvelous. Yes beautiful, talented, affectionate black men. We have a lot of black men. I want to celebrate black men right now. Yes. 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 They are. Yeah, I think they are. We were fashion because I definitely said you too. You as a me, she, her, or you. If we are portraying anything that is toxic as well, so we, don't, yes, we can go we, there. We can go there. Yes, we can. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it at all. I just think that we should, in 2022, everything that we've been through with COVID and, you know, just all how many deaths we've had, not being able to see our relatives and our family and our friends, just got a chance and opportunity to see my grandbabies for, I haven't seen them in maybe like six months. And how tragic is that? My my youngest is, is one, he's starting to walk and I miss all those milestones um, that he's had, like, you know, sitting up and holding his bottle or, you know, getting his first tooth in, his, you know, watching him crawl. So I've missed those milestones. And if anything I've learned in 2022 is appreciate every single moment that we've had, um, you know, with our family, our friends. I appreciate you. Miss Tanya moved here to Texas. Everything, do everything big in Texas. So we here. Look out, look out. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is old. <laughs> but it's okay. Yes. No, and we definitely have to appreciate our family, love our loved ones. But we have all of this wonderful technology. So we can Skype, we can Zoom, yes. we can Marco Polo. Yes. We can FaceTime. We can Google Duo, <laughs> right? Messenger. Yeah. I think you can even talk on Snapchat and, and Instagram, yes. all of them. So just definitely love on your loved ones. Yeah. And we're just moving forward in 2022. Yes, we are. We're not, we're going to remain for color girls because, I mean, we can't help but do that. But yes. we are just going to walk in excellence this year. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. ready. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, wait. We did it wrong. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So we have a little bit of time. We have yes. 
for color girls so what wonderful things are you going to be doing with yourself this year in 2022 Walking in excellence. I know walking in excellence and destined to make a difference. So I want to make a yes, right? So I want to definitely make a difference in um, a young girl's life. I always ask on the podcast at the end, every single guest, mm-hmm. what would you tell your younger self? And I always say, you know, don't quit. You're almost there. And I know that if I would have quit, if I would have given up, if I didn't believe in like who I am, and through prayer and through like, you know, my circle of friends and sisters, I would not be where I'm at, at today or having a voice. So when I started the podcast, just to give you a little background story, I wanted to start in 2019. Um, didn't have the courage to do it because my story, um, everyone, I'm not sure if you know or not, but I was in a domestic uh, relationship with, um, you know, in my marriage and it wasn't, you know, it, it just something I just found myself in and it happened slowly and I was trying to figure out how the heck did I get here? It was just, you know, first it was a verbal abuse and there was manipulation and it just kind of progressed. And then once it got physical, I was like, what happened? How did I get here? But just being in, in that space and being in that arena, I, did, I didn't want to talk about it. So I, even, I didn't even have the courage. A family member came to be like, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going through this and, you know, my husband's doing this or that. And I gave her some great advice that I should have been told myself, but I didn't even have the courage to tell her I'm going through this. I sat there and I felt like just such a coward after that whole conversation. I didn't even have the strength to tell her, hey, you're going through the same thing. Yeah. I didn't have, I did not have the strength to tell her that. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But she had the courage to tell me, but I didn't have the courage to reciprocate and tell her um, how I was feeling or let's get, hey, let's get out together. Let's band together and try to come up with a game plan. Because each domestic violence situation is different. different. Nothing is, is exactly the same. Right. And your exit plan is not the same as mine. You know who your, who your abuser is. Right. Is your abuser one who you need to get an exit plan? We need an apartment, right. move states, grab the kids, bank accounts. I mean, it's just everything is, yes. <laughs> every, every, every situation is different. Yeah. So, and every abuser is different. So I can think like that's where I was, but um, in this whole space that I'm in like right now, I want to just make a difference and tell someone, hey, you can do it. But in that, and starting the podcast, I don't want anyone to see my face. I don't want them to know that, hey, Janelle is the person behind this voice talking about domestic violence and I went through it. I try to put this face like, hey, I'm, I'm good. I don't have no problem. Say I'm set. And uh, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I was. Well, I'm glad you're here. Me too. And not her. Yes. Okay. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all but, flawed. I mean, we are all flawed, but, you know, a lot of times we don't want to let everyone see our flaws or our stars either. And women, you know, we, we do tear each other down. We do, you know, I'm not saying that I laughed at people, but we do laugh at like other situations. Oh, she thought she had a perfect man. I seen him at the club with so and so. You know, right. we'll hear that. Yes. It says that, hey, girl, let me take you to the side. You know, you know, you need some help or some assistance. Let me watch your kids. Let me give you a break. Something. Right. But I feel like in the space that we're in right now, if we have that kind of sisterhood okay. with each other, yeah, we can lean on each other and help each other. So I appreciate you helping my mom and my other sus- uh, circle and sister friends that are here in Texas. I appreciate okay. all of you who are watching. Um, right now, but it's, it it make it definitely makes a difference. So what I want to do in 2022 is even if this podcast reaches one person who has the courage to make a difference, not just leave a domestic violence situation, right. but just to discover their greatness because you have a purpose, you have a divine purpose and you're destined to make a difference. So I want someone to develop their purpose. If I hadn't have left that toxic relationship or had the courage to move forward, I wouldn't have discovered my purpose or my voice. So I'm glad to be in this room. Okay. 
Yes, we learn. I love it. Okay, well, <clears throat> I'm gonna just move on to the next question. Yes, next question. Because <laughs> she has a plan. Yes. Tell2Nell.com is the website. And we also have my book that's coming out. It's called Pretty When You Cry. It's based on my childhood experiences. Yes. And a lot of times um, we do grow up in domestic violence households who repeat the cycle or whatever the, the situation or cycle is, it's hard to break those cycles. Um, my dad is marvelous now. Um, I did talk to him about sharing, woo, 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 sharing my story. God, I have to give this out. Reverend Dr. Williams Patrick from Greater Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church, located at 901 West Buckeye Road. You know, you gotta get that shout out to my dad. Thank you, daddy. Love you. So yeah, so my dad was single dad. He raised me um, and it's based on my experiences at growing up in Phoenix, Arizona and the trauma that I experienced growing up and just him, um, you know, being part of that trauma and part of the abuse. Um, you have to read the book to get the ending. Yes. Definitely have to read the book to get the ending. But I'm super excited to share my story because um, I had to apologize to my children for, yeah, I did, I did. Because being in that um, domestic violence relationship, I had responsibility to cover them and take yes. care of them and to make sure that they didn't experience any of those traumas that I had. But I was a silent kind of fighter. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you know, we didn't like, you know, tussle in front of the kids, but, you know, behind closed doors, I was trying to be quiet. I don't want the kids to know, you know, let's be quiet. But I talked to my oldest daughter and she was like, mom, we knew. We knew children know more than you think that they know. So I had to apologize to them and say, you know what? I apologize. This is not the life I chose for you when I married your dad or when I fell in love with him. That's not the life that I chose. And I wish him well. He's doing well now. We can talk and joke and laugh. Um, but, you know, he just was not the person for me at all. That's not who God um, wanted me to, you know, finish the rest of my life out with. I think there was a purpose in it. There's pain in your purpose. And I think my voice right now, not that I meant to, you know, I don't think God meant for me to go through like a lot of stuff or, you know, I, I meant to have like trauma in my life. But some of the choices we make are we our own, our own, right? <laughs> we make those choices. God doesn't choose those choices right. for us, but we need to take accountability for our part in uh, whatever trauma and stuff we, you know, we, uh, project onto our children. So I just have to apologize to them and hey, just let them know that hey, I, I apologize and uh, we can move forward from it and we, you know, we feel from it and we've had a great deep conversation and they are amazing. It's hard to know them children because they're like really adults, but they are amazing. I'm like, I know. I did great. God, it's like so good. We cover them. different um you would be surprised how different it was yeah my dad was amazing I didn't think there was a difference but when I talked to like my friends and my family like oh you live with your daddy right. where your mama that's exactly what our face does yeah like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but I'm telling you my dad was um an amazing dad I don't want to tell too much of the story but okay. um I was in Pop Warner cheer and my dad you would think that he had a son out there on the football field but it was just me <laughs> My daddy had uh, some pom-poms on his shoes, a cheerleader skirt. He knew every song, two, four, six, eight. I mean, I'm telling you, my daddy was that dad. My dad was about it, about it. 
my daddy was, yeah, my daddy, okay. yes, I ride past him. My daddy was about it. My dad was like at every single game, he supported me during everything. And I remember one time I was uh, running track and it was state championship, right? And I had never jumped over like 12 feet or something, right? So I was like, okay, let me do some of those seven feet. <laughs> I don't know how I made a state job for real. <laughs> so I got into the finals and my daddy was there and I was like, oh, wow. So I remember I, I got ready to take off. You know, you have to, well, you know, I was this. <laughs> so I was running. Okay, so I'm running and um, I get the, uh oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> so I'm running and um, when I hit the board to jump, I felt like like God just picked me up and just pr propelled me through the sand pit. So when I, and my daddy was sad, I was like, oh, it really scared me. I was like, oh, what am I doing? So I landed and my coach was running around, Mr. Keel. I love him so much. The best, best teacher ever. Okay. Best coach, best basketball coach. And when I hit the sand, he's like, oh my gosh. He was like freaking out. I was freaking out because the whatever picks me up or the wind, that it scared me. That's how, yeah, it was like from a movie, like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, so I, I landed in the sand pit. And when I landed, I knew I had I had jumped further than I had ever jumped before. Okay. But my daddy was sitting at the end of the sand pit. And I was like, it was like God was just, you know, having me just, you know, jump to him. And I came and said, Aww. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wait, gotta do it right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I came in second. That was like a great, great moment for me. Yeah, my dad was right there. My dad was right there. He was sitting at the end of the at the end of the um, long pit. Shout out to all the single fathers. Yes. You guys are doing great. Yes, you're doing great. Okay. Don't quit. You're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So, shout out to all the single daddies. It's not easy. Um, I remember, let me tell you this one story. So, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna stop telling stories. You know, there's a lot of stuff in the book too, but this is a great story. So my dad met this one lady. She was beautiful, and I thought she was beautiful too. But hey, if I can go with my daddy, hey, I didn't want nobody going because that was my daddy. I wanted all his time. Everything was, you know, I was a daddy's girl. So my dad um, invited me and my sister and uh, we go to this big, fine dinner with these, all these, you know, sophisticated people. And I was like, Margaret, don't eat. Yeah, I'm not right. I was like, don't eat. And she's like, don't you eat. Sister not I told my sister not to eat. And it was beautiful. It was like catered. It was all these fancy desserts that were beautiful. I'd never seen before. And I was like, don't eat. How long is that, right? So anyway, so we get there. And I was like, but I'm hungry. I was like, no, you can't eat. Because grandma cooks some bread, some bread, some pork chops. I so said, she's like, she, grandma cooks again, grandma cooks. Grandma cooks the whole thing, all five courses. And my sister not eat. We said in solidarity. Meanwhile, my dad is giving me the business. And I was like, I'm not hungry. Yes, I'm not hungry. So we got in the car. My dad is pissed and fussing at me and my sister. And she was real quiet. She got in trouble because of me. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm so sorry. So then we get home, and my grandmother didn't cook. <laughs> I swear it's so funny. That was horrible. My grandmother did not come. Margaret was so mad. Oh, uh, you think? Yeah, she was mad. And yeah. hungry. And hungry. Yeah. Because how are you going to be mad on an empty stomach? And and I'll tell you, I'll tell you when I tell you the food was beautiful, it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful spread. And my dad was giving me the business. I was like, oh, And when the dessert came, Mark was like, oh, can I eat? No. Nope. 
pineapple banana cake. My grandmother would cook the pineapple banana cake. I don't know if anybody's heard of that before, but with the pine crushed pineapples and she smashed the bananas with like, you know, nutmeg and sugar. And it was just, it was amazing. It was a great cake. Yeah, pine pineapple banana cake. My cousin Butha, you know, Tommy Philip Paul, y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. Don't know, can I get no. one of them? Yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna show the recipe. And work on it, but yeah, but yeah, that's the story that I have about my dad, and um, yeah, so it was awesome. So she was hungry, yes, okay, we got it. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny now, but you know, the look on Margaret's face, we talked about it like about a month ago. She's like, dang, yeah, no greens, no greens, no cornbread, no pork chops, no pineapple banana cake, none of that. <laughs> I think we had ramen noodles, she was mad. And daddy, you know, he wasn't going to start getting us anything because I showed out. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you showed your tail. Yes, you know, I showed you my nothing. tail. Yes. You're going to be hungry. <laughs> you can't be sitting there hungry. Look, man. Yeah. Okay. I showed out. So, I mean, I was I was a good kid. <laughs> I was a good kid. Yeah. That's what you do when you raise girls and you spoil them. You give them everything they want. They want their daddy to be like, nah, you're not taking my place. Going somewhere. Well, that's not my bad guess. We know I was talking about my yeah. daddy. <laughs> I thought it was a little different. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay, so we have that out of the way. We're going to be doing great things. Also with our t-shirt line. Tell me t-shirts. Yes, go stronger. Yeah, stronger. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so Stronger is the t-shirt line we're coming out with. We'll be rocking the t-shirts in probably the next two or three weeks. Um, you'll see us um, in our shirts and I'm really super excited about it because there's a personal story behind the Stronger shirts. Um, we've been through a lot and we need to voice, you know, that we have changed and we are making a difference and doing a lot. I can't reveal mine yet. It's gonna be everything. Yes. You will not why. Yes. So tell Janelle, tell Janelle Pot, tell Janelle.com is where you can find all the apparel, you can find the book. And you can shop. You can shop there. We're gonna have other um, items, other accessories on the on the website. So I'm super excited about that. Tells Now Podcast has a new logo. That logo that's launching in the next maybe two weeks, hopefully. Yeah. So by the time um, the third guest comes on, we'll have a new logo, and our whole um, set will change. So we're excited about that. But the first uh, podcast we wanted to make a little bit about me, light, fun, airy. Let you know uh, who I am and my dear friend Miss Lyric who can sing. Yeah, I, you know I, I was hoping she can um, <clears throat> sing a few bars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we got to rehearse that. She has a beautiful voice. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, that's awesome. So if um, we can just maybe do like a little raffle or something. So the first three people to sign up on TellJanelle.com. Or receive a gift. Okay. One will be a cash gift. Um, just a gift card, $25 gift card. All right. Can I really <laughs> sign up? I'm already signed up. Already signed up. Yeah, so sign up so you can get updates. Um, you can see when our next podcast is airing. And if you have any questions, just let us know like how you're doing, how you how you know how you like how you like the show, what else you like us to do or see or talk to. So you have other guests coming on. Yes. We have Miss Drusilla, we have Tracy Lyons and her daughter Phoenicia. Yes. You cannot miss. Don't that do that. not miss it do not yes. miss that we have chef bob he is like amazing would you believe that he cooked for uh, maxine waters ronald reagan oh. and he makes food look so sexy him and his wife Kim. 
Kim Jones, yeah, it's totally amazing. Then we have Terrence Marshall, he, um, as he's a stroke survivor, and he has a story of like tremendous triumph and strength, and I love him and his story. He, uh, he's based in Dallas um, as well. So I'm really excited about everybody that's coming on the podcast. Um, got some other folks that, uh, you know, you need to take a look at, but I'm excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was the first takeover. Yes, podcast takeover. <laughs> just kind of getting back in this thing but Janelle is here to do great things we, we are, are both here to do great things you are here to do great yes, things we are all here to do great yes. things yes so yes we're going to be walking in excellence 2022 yes. and destined to make a difference and destined to make a difference and don't quit don't quit you're never too old <laughs> no not at all not at all so we, um, we're just happy to be here on this evening. Um, again, just stay tuned. You're going to see so much um, Ms. Janelle has to offer. So just stay tuned, be supportive, um, and just flow with ideas. Just contact us if needed. Yes. And we're going to see lots of great things coming this year and Absolutely. all the years to come. <laughs> yes. And the email is Janelle at telljanelle.com. That's J-E-A-N-E-L-L at telljanelle.com. So Janelle at telljanelle.com. Anything you just say, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, definitely email us. Let us know what your story is. We definitely want to uh, present stories of people of triumph, just not women of triumph, yes. children, everyone who's overcome some type of adversity. And I think that's everyone that's listening on the yeah. podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. We are all, we're, we're not perfect. No story too small. Yeah. yeah. Or too big, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining the show. Bye Have a good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Tell Janelle podcast, where each week we'll learn together and grow together. If you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, Thank you for listening to the Tell Janelle podcast, where each week we'll learn together and grow together. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, have a topic that you would like to talk about, or just tell us how we're doing, please contact me at telljanelle at telljanelle.com or call 214-600-8509. That's J-E-A-N-E-L-L at telljanelle.com. Be optimistic. Think great things are coming, no matter what you're currently going through. Think, there's so much to look forward to. Now go out there and be amazing. This episode is sponsored by the Exodus Investment Group, who is dedicated to building generational wealth and developing financial freedom. If you're interested, give us a call at 214-600-8509. Again, that's 214-600-8509. Enjoy the show.